0: So, what I'm about to say wasn't exactly on my twenty twenty three bingo card, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I actually really enjoyed that wrestling show. Now granted, this isn't your typical wrestling show. This isn't like a WWE W or Impact. Yeah, that's still around apparently. <laughs> okay. But um, you know this is of course Wrestlers, the new the, the new Netflix documentary it's debuted about two, three weeks ago, it came on to Netflix. I've, I finished watching it last week, so this is my review for that. So I might go into some... With it being a documentary, sometimes it's difficult to talk about things that aren't spoilers, or things. So I'll try and keep it as light from spoilers as possible, but if you haven't seen it, but there might be some spoilers here, so just be aware of that. So this, is of course, the uh, all about OVW, or the modern-day OVW, which is run by Al Snow, of course. WWE legend. And and wrestling legend in general so you sort of see the the ins and outs of what what goes on behind the scenes. OVW was of course massively famous back in over 20 years ago for producing a pretty gold standard class like John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Batista, there's your like your Mount Rushmore there of OEW and many way talents, right there, from the from like the early two thousands. So it's still going but struggling along there. Now this documentary will undoubtedly, undoubtedly give this company a boost. They've been very much struggling. Of course, you've got they've got new owners coming like Matt, uh, Matt Jones. I think his name is. There'll be more about that later on, but. What this show is, actually of course it's not your typical wrestling show, it's a documentary and you get to see stuff about what's going on behind the scenes which is really interesting, which sometimes you know the stuff that goes on off screen has been more entertaining than anything that goes on on screen in wrestling across all the companies, let's be honest. I mean, CM Punk is a walking, talking example of that. (laughs) So, you know, that's a, of course, he's not in this, but just making the point that you're more interested in hearing about what's the most exciting stuff that's happened with CM Punk during his time in AEW was (laughs) the shit he was saying in press conferences and the whole what happened backstage. So, you know and the most exciting stuff doing on WWE recently has been whole about Vincent McMahon backstage so you know there you have it but uh, and all his problems and things but I digress so with that being said the the show here does actually quite a good example like for example episode one they'll tell you what the baby faces are they'll tell you who the heels are they actually do just a quite a quick little digest now somebody who's a hardcore wrestling fan might sit and watch this and go i didn't know that i already know that what you tell me before? show me some matches but but this is actually quite a good thing to do because you want people who aren't necessarily knowing all insider terms and all that you want to grow your audience you want to let let make it accessible for them and this was actually quite a nice little thing to do, to actually do that. Here. And what you, what. of course, I don't know if this will be for the marks so much because you, you you do see wrestling, you don't see full wrestling matches, but you do see clips of matches and you get the idea of what stories are going down in that. Some of the marks might be a bit like, I don't want to see somebody do 200 flips. To be fair, this show really isn't for them. It, it's more... And the response has actually been really positive. Like, the reviews of... Professional reviews have been good, but also the audience feedback has been very good on this show. And, you know, you can see uh, there are some really interesting things. Like, I can't remember a lot of the wrestlers' names, but there was one really sad story as well, you know. One you know, the, the one wrestler, uh, him and his wife... They were going to have uh, i think it was they were trying to have the they they do have kids and they were she was pregnant, but they ended up losing one of them as well and you can sort of see the depression he's gone and it's it's sad it's really quite you know, it is sad to see of course with that there but you get to know the personal side of things which of the of the the, the wrestlers, which does which which you know it's interesting with that. Of course, the other stuff I mentioned about the the owner Matt Jones and a little conflict, sort of sort of conflict between him and Al, almost backstage now. You could almost tell to begin with they were really positioning Matt Jones as a kind of the heel, as it were, of this show. Uh, and then he said something, right? Well, he said something about which is interesting. The way the way he said it, he said. I want this company to appeal to more than just wrestling dorks. We can't just survive on wrestling dorks. I can't remember exactly what he said. It's been a couple of weeks since I watched that part. But he said something like that. And he definitely called them wrestling dorks. Now, this has pissed a few people off, including Al Snow's wife. Which I can understand, because you know, essentially you're calling their fans, their loyal fans, dorks. And some of them probably are. But some of them might be quite cool, normal people. We don't know. But what he maybe said it in the wrong way, Matt Jones, but he's he's right, you know. And what he said, he, what, he, he, what he's been saying is basically what I've been saying for the longest time. You need to grow your audience, you need to be not focused so much on a niche audience. By the way, what did I say about Marvel? I even said that about Marvel a couple of days ago. I think they're getting a bit too niche, and which is why you don't, it's not got the, the MCU's kind of popularity is and uh, waiting a little bit because i think now you have to know the ins and outs of a lot of, of certain things which is why i don't think it's anywhere near as popular as it once as it once was it's still popular don't get me wrong but you know if it's not as accessible to the or to, to everybody then it's not going to be as popular it's just the way it is and you know and i, I do find it funny because you know they Al does a show when he, they break down a week every week now they're doing a show where they break down each episode and he's doing it with Vince Russo on his YouTube channel and it's funny how Vince Russo I did find this funny like I like Vince Russo and everything but I do think it was funny how he he seemed to Vince Russo seemed to have a big problem with Matt Jones saying that and I'm thinking to myself how many times have you heard Vince Russo say. Bro, you gotta appeal to more than just the wrestling marks, bro. They'd watch the test card and critique it if you said it was wrestling in the title, bro. And he seemed to have a problem with Matt Jones saying that. I'm thinking to myself, all you have have to do is, uh, the way Matt Jones said it, okay, maybe it was the best choice of words, but all you need to do is swap out dorks, the word dorks for marks. And that's pretty much what the Russo says all the time, but whatever. But, like I said, Matt Jones was being positioned, essentially, as the heel of this. But then, I think it's episode three, and you can sort of see a lot of the wrestlers just don't like him as well. And, uh, you know, and you can see he's, he does have problems with anxiety and things like that. And you can see, at the end of episode three, he starts to have a seizure, and this is really disturbing when this happens it's so disturbing and I know some people turn around and say ah well it's a wrestling show they're, they're going to you know, script things like that but no that was you could not make something like that up that was just the way it was it came across on there you, you know that was that was very disturbing and you do feel for him as well I was starting to feel for him even before that because you know you've got all wrestlers talking shit about Mindy's Back but at the end of the day I know he puts his money in, so he sh- he should have a say, and he wants to grow the audience. Nothing wrong with that, because they need to grow the audience. Let's be real, because they're going to go out of business if they don't. It's as simple as that. So he might they might not like his creative input or whatever, but at the end of the day, if he hadn't put the money in, they'd probably be gone. And you know, and I do think as well. You see, Matt's doing. He needs to try and get some of them, some of his wrestlers on AEW Dark and all that as well. He's trying to grow, to honest. and I wouldn't be surprised if him getting involved is what got Netflix involved, and now you've got a much bigger platform with this, so, you know. The other one, uh, moving on though, the other, one of the main characters come out of this was, what is it, her name's uh, Hollywood Haley J. Um, you know, very nice, attractive woman, little blonde girl, very attractive but uh, she's in many ways getting position. I think as their draw in many ways is their star, and apparently <clears throat> yeah, she's been. D- there is talk of her going to WWE and things that are getting tryouts with WWE, and um, yeah, and you can see when you talk about the the personalities and things like that. She, she's had a, a rough life as there. Her mother's a wrestler there as well. Uh, you know, you, you can. There's one episode again when she talks about something that happened to her while she was at school. It's pretty horrifying, I think. So, you know, you can see she's getting positioned as their their kind of main star in that sense. Uh, but you know, and of course she's got heal the heel attitude and things like that. But off off camera as well. Well, not well on this. Out with the wrestling character, she does seem to have. I, I do get the feeling she could be really difficult to work with. Like, she was like, if I remember right, she was high during one of her matches and she was just like, Yeah, whatever. And you know, she, she can come across that she thinks she's a lot bigger and better than what she is. Because if she did get to WWE for she she she's got this ego when she's at OVW. And let's be honest, before this, how many people honestly had heard of her? And she's now got a much bigger name for this, for the Netflix side, but... How many people... And had honestly heard of her, so if she does end up getting to WWE and getting some sort of a push, I get the feeling she could be a massive pain in the arse backstage, I do feel. And to be honest, from what I can see from her, she does her her stick well, but she kind of comes across as, I don't know, a poundland Alexa Bliss, like from the goddess stage. That's what it is. I mean, nothing outrageous. I mean... But nothing great, but yeah, well, time will tell. (laughs) With that there, I mean, I mean to be fair, they've got Poundland Alexa Bliss there already, in WWE Carmella. So you know, that's basically it. And of course, Live Mid or Mid Morgan or Live Morgan, who's literally. I'll I'll say one thing though. I've seen more personality from Hollywood Haley J in this in this episode than I ever seen from Live Morgan. Well, at any time while watching WWE, so there's that. So she could succeed, but I get the feeling she could be a massive pain in the arse as well. You know. And speaking of pain in the arses, you know, uh, you know uh, I'm not calling Al a pain in the arse when I say this, but Al uh, mentioned something about it. You know, he tells the guy, you know, Shergar, I think his name is, he's going to drop the title to Cowboy James Storm. And it's a business decision because, you know, James Storm's a name. So, you know, you can see that. he's had this long title. Al he, he, talked about it being a Goldberg-style thing. And he mentioned something really interesting because he mentioned that when you tell them what the the, the wrestler they're going to drop a title or whatever? You sometimes get the boo-boo face, and sometimes you see that when they come through the curtain. And speaking of people that are pains in the arse, there was always this thing that whenever Sasha Banks in WWE, you could tell the result of the match when she came out and done that stupid pose on the uh, on the ramp because either if she's got a big smile, you know she's winning, especially if it's a title match or something like that, or if she kind of just looks, uh, I don't care about this, you know she's probably losing. And that which is total, it just sums up the unprofessional, the unprofessionalness of her, and it's which is shown in the way she's basically walked out twice in in on the WWE, in that sense. And of course, speaking of which, some days people who walked out on WWE. Naomi, that reminds me of something. Somebody pointed this out. Hey, remember, Naomi held the title, and somebody point this out, when, whenever she was in a successful title defence, this is back in like 2017, she'd have a big smile on her face when she holds up the title when they do the, like, the intros before the match. But before the match, she had when Natalya at SummerSlam, yes, Naomi and Natalia was a, a title match at SummerSlam. Yeah, that just shows you all you need to know about how WWE is going downhill. And, uh, and that was back when I was actually watching it and I could see how downhill it had been going. Just imagine what it's like now. But apparently, before that match... Naomi didn't smile at all she looked kind of grumpy when she held up the title and then lo and behold she goes on to lose it, it just, it's interesting, it's like wrestlers can actually be marks it just shows you a bit of a wrestler being marks I mean, you don't actually really win these titles you know, <laughs> I would say, but ah well, whatever. The Shergar guy—he seemed quite nice, though. He seemed very humble. He's got a about back- he's living his dream. I can't remember what country he's from, but you know he, he loved his dream. You know he had an alcoholic father and things, so good for him. Nice comes across as a nice guy. He did kind of sound a bit markish. like He was in a a meeting with Al, and I didn't actually know if this was actually a real meeting or if this was like a television segment. I actually couldn't tell. Because Al was saying something like, yeah, when you're... Because he got injured and he said, yeah, you'll get your rematch when you're healthy. And he was like, yes, and I will bring the title back for you. And I was like, wait a minute. Is Is this a real... Is this actually a bit from a real thing? Because... How do you know you'll bring the title back? It's Al's decision. i could just say, Wait a minute, no. So anyway, so there was a lot, and you know, you you come to the like the the end of the season. You go, we've got Al gets in the ring. They're doing this thing where he's he wins a tag match. He gets. Five minutes in the ring with the heel commentator and things like that. So that that's that's actually looked good as well. Like, <laughs> and the good thing about that as well, Al was in the tag match and he gets his shine and he gets the win, but he actually let the other guy get the pin. So it's not, and Al was kind of sceptical about getting in there and he was just like I don't really want to do it but Matt was pushing it pushing it because to help basically with ticket sales and I'm sure that did help with ticket sales and pay-per-view buys and then he was just like fine <laughs> or fine <I'll> oh <laughs> shit I have no impression there but you know but it was just good and it actually looked like a great atmosphere and everything there it looked like a lot of fun so you know other highlights as well of course I mentioned uh, Hayley J against her mother in a death match thing that looked that looked good that looked like it was well done and there was like an actual proper story to that as well I remember as well Al saying things like death matches are like the stupidest thing ever they're just completely just completely unnecessary which is interesting because when you see how he's he's good friends with Mick Foley but you know. There, we go. but one thing—the big takeaway I'm going to take of this—is it's good to see him like Al Snow getting a platform here. He comes across so likable. He's got his, he's he's got his shit dad jokes on Twitter as well, but you can't help but laugh at them. That's the thing. I remember hearing something as well. Um he was doing tryouts or doing a seminar and you went this somebody, I think her name was Abaddon. That was in AEW. She had this... Sh- I've, I've never actually seen her proper matches, but a picture of her, she's like, oh, this shitty looking makeup. She looks like a, a crap, spooky character. And she says, oh, he's a complete sexist. He said something like, you'd do better in a match if it was a dildo in a pole match. And I'm just thinking, that's Al's sense of humour, though, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Whatever. But there you go. It's great to see something like Al get in a platform because... You know, and this will help grow the audience, no doubt. With this, especially Al deserve You've got a lot of people in the industry, or uh, the marks and everything. They care so much what Meltzer says. They care what Sean Ross crap says. They care what that annoying little bitch Denise Saldoda, ooh, well, G she says, and they care about that a JD from New York. But somebody like Al, Netflix went to that, gave them the platform, and it came across great in it. So that's all I've got to say. Big thumbs up for that. So wrestlers very enjoyable. It's nice to actually enjoy a wrestling show again. I, I did think those days were gone, but, you know, it was a wrestling show by a difference, and I hope they get a season two, and all the best. Best wishes to Al Snow there. Um, I think people from the WWE should, or AEW, right, should actually get him involved. They really should. But, you know, time will tell. Who knows? They're, they're probably too busy getting that. Like, Ryan Saturn was actually employed by WWE a while back or Fox, whatever it was. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) There you go. Just my thoughts there. Anyway, thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen, and goodbye.